This is Folklife Field Notes, a podcast from WMRA and the Virginia Folklife Program at Virginia Humanities, exploring living traditions in Virginia through sound recorded by the Folklife Program. I'm Chris Boros from WMRA, and I'm here with Pat Jarrett from Folklife, and I understand we'll be drinking some coffee on today's episode. <laughs> well, Chris, I'm always kind of drinking coffee. Me too. <laughs> but this is, this is special. This is something a little bit different. In our apprenticeship program this year, we have a very special pairing that's a, a mother and daughter team that's Lemlem Jebre and her twin daughters, Aki and Dada Sayum. And they're in Richmond. And an Ethiopian coffee ceremony is a really interesting experience. The coffee ceremony involves, yes, making coffee. But let's put it this way. <laughs> if you're invited to coffee at the house of someone from Ethiopia, or if you're an Ethiopian and you're invited over for coffee, you're not getting out of there in 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, to bring someone over for coffee is to have fellowship and to share stories and to perhaps work out issues that need to be talked over seriously over coffee. To invite someone for coffee in Ethiopia is to spend hours with them. Coffee, uh, they tell you, like, coffee ceremony, come get together. That means not coffee only. Whatever you have, share. Give someone more sharing everything. My country, we have small staff, but we share each other. So coffee, not only coffee. We have a lunch time, dinner time, coffee. Let coffee drink, come coffee drink, like a few minutes. I say, come when you have time, drink a coffee. That means with lunch and with dinner. <laughs> yes. That means come over for a whole bunch of food. Yes. <laughs> it's it's yes. going to take a long time, and mm-hmm. we're going to hang out. I don't think it's everywhere in Ethiopia. So what is the apprenticeship program all about then? It's, it's, obviously, it's, it's not just about making coffee. Correct. Well, and this is something that we do at the Folklife program is we see living traditions that are in our state. We identify them and we want to honor them. So we tend not to step in to mm-hmm. tell someone what to do, but we support the instruction and the passing on of uh, knowledge. So Aki and Dada are of the age where they are starting to learn how to do a coffee ceremony. And Lemlem, their mother, is teaching them how to do this. Most every person drink coffee a day, twice, or one time. Some people doesn't have food. I think they guide them appetite stay long without food uh, or culture early morning it would wake up with coffee and noon also everybody working outside and come back house they drink coffee how a coffee ceremony works or at least how i've experienced it i've been invited to two of them so far. When I was invited for coffee at their home, there was a six-course buffet, I think, at least six, presented to me, and it was chicken in this deeply savory sauce 
served with injera bread, which is that kind of spongy fermented bread. Um, you eat with your hands. Chris, everything was delicious. There were salads, there were vegetables, there was wonderfully stewed meats, uh, hard-boiled eggs in a in a savory sauce. And there are, you know, different breads, different treats. And then we were invited to the coffee ceremony after eating. First, you bring fresh coffee. You, you bring a whole material and you sit down after... Coffee is most time you now move around. You sit and calm, sit down, and after you give adult ages higher, you give someone fresh coffee, and he pray over coffee. We have different age right now. For example, you, uh, I show you downstairs some small like handmade people, and. You pray for uh, uh, president, we pray for pure people, for problem people, for uh, blush country, everything you pray after they give me back. And I roast on in a fire and I make blender, I, what it mean like? Um, the after, uh, yeah grounder and I put it like we have Javena's name is Javena the coffee, coffee make it coffee beans. yeah we add it there and we put it, most time we do charcoal and after done that we ask sugar or someone need milk with milk and young people like like Akin Data serve you. When we moved to urban, city people started using this because they don't have grass. In a village you would never see this. You would actually see real green grass. It's a very special ceremony where the goal is, Lem Lem was telling me, a lot of times people will come together over coffee to resolve an issue. So perhaps you've got to have a difficult discussion with one of your relatives or perhaps you just want to catch up with someone close to you. You invite them over and you light incense, the children serve treats and bread and traditionally popcorn, sometimes barley. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of food going on. It sounds like it. This is usually, think of this like a Sunday. This is like a Sunday thing. Actually, uh, Lem Lem and her husband Sayum do this on Sundays after church. So think of it like, think hmm. of it like Sunday supper, you know? Overeat, spread the love. The incense is burning. It smells very nice. And... Green coffee beans are introduced, and, and the elder of the room, whoever is the oldest, will pray over the beans and offer blessing. Then they are roasted there hmm. in a frying pan. At least Lem Lem used a little cast iron pan to brown them. The roasting of those beans is just to introduce the smell into the room. Traditionally, there is a an altar set up um, with leaves under it where 12 cups are placed, there is a heating element, and coffee grounds are placed in a jabena, which is a specific coffee pot. Water is boiled, it has a gooseneck, and coffee is served, and after it's roasts over charcoal. After ready the coffee, the young people, young Akendata, they give popcorn, and some cookie, some bread, and they around they give around after 
coffee give it to you after you eat a little bit. Yeah. Probably yeah. the people is hungry to come to you. They have to eat first. Yeah. And they they give coffee. They cook very like, not like machine. They very coffee have a smell like something very uh, good, good stuff. I show you over there. I show you next time when we go down a step. Uh, we cook over there slowly and calm down coffee and and I give it to you. Thank you. Sissy. Nobody believe it. Oh my God! It was. Yeah? <laughs> the flavor is very strong. It's you're it's served in these very tiny, almost shot glasses of coffee, but they're always twelve, uh, as a nod to the at least Lemlem told me as a nod to the twelve apostles. They're Christian. Mm -hmm. One of the oldest forms of Christianity is practiced in Ethiopia. So, the people in the room are asked how they like their coffee. It, it's not really specific. They don't look down on you if you want sugar or cream. I was going to ask you if I asked for cream and sugar, <laughs> would I be laughed at? You would not. Okay, you good, would not. Good. Uh, I think they looked at me a little sideways when I said I like it black, but I just like the flavor of coffee, yeah. and I think Ethiopia has the best best beans. Yeah. But I might be biased on that. <laughs> Granted, Ethiopia is considered to be the birthplace of coffee, so give credit where credit's due, right? Coffee means relax, Very and uh, like I told you, relax. Most people, even kids is calm, everybody is like, spend time. Not for coffee only, spend time together, laughing, joking, like uh, uh, someone have problem, uh, fix it over coffee. And uh, coffee is three time, three time. Most time, uh, the ceremony coffee mean three time. One is first, uh, um, Asedali, Malama, Madaha. They say like that. Three times you you drink, you drink three times. Okay. Yeah. Now you can give to. Something that's not typical is, you know, the children will serve snacks and food and coffee. They will walk around asking, you know, the adults in the room. So that's a unique perspective on this. And typically, there are three cups of coffee served, which is significant. The first one is the best cup of coffee. It's the strongest. That's the first one. Two is less strong, still very good. And the third one is just for good luck. And you always have to drink the third one. I feel like everything in the Ethiopian coffee ceremony is designed to keep people together and having good conversation. But a ceremony in processing, you involve it. Very young age, after no five one. years or six years old. No one would ever basically. They sometimes some parents, I'm sure, 
would teach you, but mostly, like, for, in, me, for instance, me and Data, we've gone to Ethiopia, like, millions, millions of times with mom. We've, like, a few times mom has taught us, but usually we would always see the adults doing it, and I guess we just, you know, just... Because you guessed, you born in America, <laughs> yeah. that's why they let you... Yeah, that's oh. why they let us. Yeah. I have the Okay. do you want this cake? Oh, that, that's the thing. So, coffee is poured and it's distributed amongst the people in the room. And what's interesting is, if you don't compliment the coffee, this is kind of one of those traditions, if you don't say that's good coffee, or if you don't compliment, oh, that's, that's delicious, you are made another cup of coffee. <laughs> Until you say it's good coffee. They'll throw out the whole pot and they'll make another one if you don't say it's good. And it's funny because as a knee-jerk reaction in the morning, even if it's just me making coffee for myself, after I take my first sip of coffee, a lot of times I find myself saying, that's good coffee. That's beautiful. <laughs> a little bit of this Ethiopian tradition now has worked its way into your personal life. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it was already there, I'll tell you. It was sure. weird. Because that's the thing, Chris. The first time I went, I took a sip and I said, oh, that's good coffee. Just as a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> right. Levlam asked me how I knew how, that I needed to say that. Oh. And I said, oh, I, I just practice it this way. This is, what, this, this is not even a practice. This is like a knee-jerk reaction. I think it was the right move, <laughs> even though I did it unconsciously. Coffee have very big meaning. My country is, the way I grow, a poor but very good heart and look like the same. I mean, not high and low, no, the same. You, all human beings look like the same way. You treat the same way no matter, over like, coffee. Who, no matter who you are, like, yes. you, whether, you, whether you know them or not, they're all still family. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in a way, putting a bit of coffee from one to the other to the other, it's almost like, it's cleaning, it's, it's a hot uh, coffee. You are warming the... Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We'd probably be serving, but we wouldn't be drinking the coffee, obviously. But we would be serving the adults hambasha, which is a type of bread, like a very, very Popcorn. thick bread. Popcorn, yeah. little types of candies, cookies, you know, stuff like that. But over time, it's like involved into, you know, more modern stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we serve. We, we serve, but we have to like kneel down. You always kneel down just for like a sign of respect, respect to elders or something like that. Just but for, if we're know, in Ethiopia, we have to serve the older to eldest, the youngest. Eldest to youngest. And we always have to ask everyone just in case. Yeah, yeah. most time uh, we do Sunday yeah. after church because everybody is working and we take off Sunday afternoon and we do here. We, we fix it and they help us, they help yeah. me. It's actually like, it's really fun to do it. It's like when you, you get to learn new stuff and- A lot about our culture we've learned. And, and I mean, we still have way, way much to learn, but at first just baby steps. Baby steps. Baby, baby steps. tiny steps, <laughs> but you'll, you'll get you used would, to it. You would get eventually used to it. So you're you gonna drink? Why not? Today? Okay. Today? Usually? On weekends 
there is a civil war going on in the Tigray region right now of Ethiopia. They haven't been able to go back. And Sayum, Lemlem's husband, works closely with the Afghan refugees coming in from Afghanistan. They have been going through a lot in their lives right now, and they haven't been able to go and visit their relatives in Ethiopia. And it's breaking their hearts because the children have such a connection to Ethiopia. Do you think this ceremony is a way for them to connect with their homeland? I think it is. These children have seen it their whole lives. It has to be comforting. Yeah. If you think about Sunday dinner at home with your family, I mean, I have fond memories of sitting around the table with my grandparents in Ohio having fried chicken because that's what grandpa liked to eat. And I'm sure that there's that connection to these girls in Ethiopia. They, they speak about that, actually. We get to, like, learn new family members, visit them. We yeah. learn the culture and how to speak the culture. Yeah, we've Learning. actually never really been, now that I think about it, we've never actually been taught, I mean, a few times of taught, but we've actually never been, like, taught, like, we, any languages. We just, like, we've hear. just seen, and then we eventually hear other people saying the English version, I guess, who just got in our head, I guess. And then and that's how we learned our first like so- which is Saho. Like, we hear our parents speak it, like, every single day. Literally. So we get kind of used to it, and we hear yeah. new words, and we get the p- point where we can, like, he- like, speak it fluently. Yeah, like, our dad, he speaks English to us, and then our mom speaks Saho to us, which is one of our languages. So it's like a win-win. No, he like the last one. Yeah. I, will, I will tell you a story. If you are in urban centers and you don't. Yeah. 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 Hello, am I in the right place? Yeah, you are. Yeah, this is. So? Yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm right. sorry, Jan, and we it's come okay. here. It's okay. Jan and I can sit here and relax. I'll show you. I think everyone listening right now about the ceremony is a little jealous of you, Pat. I mean, it sounds like who wouldn't want to have a six-course meal and have beautiful coffee prepared right in front of your face? I mean, this sounds like a beautiful thing that you were able to be a part of. I'm really lucky to know these people, to make friends. They're in Richmond, and there are Ethiopian communities around D.C. and in Richmond. I just think it's very interesting that coffee is never just coffee with Ethiopians. You know, we kind of joked It's about how, well, this isn't really Starbucks, is it? <laughs> <laughs> if there was an Ethiopian coffee shop, they'd have a sign on the door that says, you need four hours to come in here. <laughs> you know, at one time when I was in D.C., you could schedule an Ethiopian coffee ceremony at one of these coffee shops. Wow. And I forget which cafe it was. I'm going to have to go back. However, I don't think you'd want to do that in a coffee shop. I think yeah. it being in someone's home lends so much to the comfort lends so much to the connection, and there's, uh, you know, I want to say social vulnerability, isn't there? With inviting someone into your home and spending time with them. It's it's great. That's a good one. Even I'm mad with my mommy, my neighbors say, oh, no, 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 you have to respect your mommy. Let's cut coffee, drink coffee, lemon with me this time, afternoon, and I go, she tell me come, but when I go, she bring that issue and she find out. We say hug, hug, like just forgiveness. Still going. You try like that, and 
really good heart. I mean, good thing. You you hear good thing. You treat people good thing. And some misunderstanding you correct over. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You have to serve me very good. Okay. It's also, Chris, mostly a family thing. These girls were talking about how when they would go back with their mother to Ethiopia, they weren't serving because they were guests, but they were all family, so they all knew each other. Mm-hmm. And it's great. These girls aren't just picking up on the practice of the coffee ceremony, but they're also picking up on the language because there's so many languages spoken in Ethiopia. I think, right. I think around 100 languages. Wow. And so they're learning their family's language. They speak the language with their mother. It's wonderful. You always want to learn your culture, I guess. You just, you know, so you can, obviously, since we were born in America and our parents were born in Ethiopia, they're obviously probably, like, most likely if you were born in America and your parents are from, you know, not national from here. You want to, like, learn a little bit of American and Ethiopian because you can, when you go there, you'll know every single thing. Every single step, so you don't seem, you know, just out of the ordinary and also not confused. Yeah. Also, it's good thing also, respect adult, share good heart, share with every someone doesn't have, share information, and share love, love also, introduce yourself, and someone misunderstand anything, helpful, helpful. My country is very helpful. So coffee means, coffee time means, like meeting, like this country is meeting, like with the family, with someone, with your neighbor, with your friend, with your family, you meet. Also misunderstanding, he mad at you or just feel bad something, you have to over coffee, get together and be together. I mean help him. Some people is poor or some people is little bit middle class and high class. If we like, I don't have this, I don't have that thing is just you have to have uh, find out over coffee. When you were at the ceremony, were they speaking these languages or were they speaking English? It was a little bit of both. Yeah. Lem Lem doesn't speak English quite as well as her daughters do. Mm-hmm. Her daughters don't speak as well as she does. It's interesting because they're all Virginians. Lem Lem kept coming back to coffee being a medium for connection. Much like a lot of these communities that we've talked about before on the show, we've talked about music being a medium and martial arts being a medium. In this particular relationship, it's a smaller community because it's more focused on a family unit and the medium is coffee. Sometimes a parent also, parent is not healthy, parent is tired, 
And even grandma, um, we live in far away each other. When I married, I go somewhere. I sent for my mommy. She take her, when she's mommy now move or she old, I sent for her, my daughter, and she helped him. Yeah. That's her. why we learn early coffee. Yeah. Uh, most people, most adult because dr drink a coffee. Yeah. We do exactly like we that. Slowly, yes. When we come here, little bit for us adults, little bit confusing. I mean, very social. My country attach each other, and here is. Nobody talks. <laughs> no, you know, me, me, from many people, many countries come and I am not blame them, but uh, it look like a little bit different. Now that I realize that going to Ethiopia and going here is basically with the people, like a lot of people in Ethiopia are very loving very very loving they welcome you but also it doesn't matter what you look like who you look like who you are it just you know they're still family they'll like accept you accept you whoever who you are but over here you're like judged by so so many people and yeah even you go right now me and you we treat they treat they you, the treat same. you the same they would treat you the same uh, they they not family. scary any like no. way scary here. No. Just we, 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 we like live. they're equal. I wonder if we can learn a little bit about this. You know, a lot of us take our coffee to go and we're running to work, but maybe we should just make a cup of coffee, sit down with our loved ones, talk it out, and have a great Sunday afternoon. It seems like we can learn something from this. Chris, I certainly have taken something away from this, yeah. and I, I'm trying to be more intentional with my time. What else do we have in life that's finite is time, and so I want to savor that as I would savor a nice cup of coffee on my porch with someone I really care about. Well, you're invited over to my place for coffee anytime, Pat. I'll see you Sunday. <laughs> Pat Jarrett from the Folk Life Program, thank you so much. Chris, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>